Hello and welcome to Misal. My name is Zahed and I'm your host. On this podcast, I talk candidly with the most innovative minds working towards building a better startup economy in Pakistan. In this episode of the Misal podcast, I invite you to listen in on my conversation with Omar Khan. He is a co-founder of Social Boo, a social media management platform for small businesses. He talks about how four of his classmates went from freelancing to building their own SaaS product, how they utilized online communities for marketing, and their experience during the incubation program at Plan 9. Let's listen in. So, hello, uh, Omar. Uh, welcome to the Missile Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. What about you? I'm doing well. So where are you joining us today from? Uh, right now, I, I am sitting in my office, Lahore. Basically, I'm from Gujaramala. Okay. So um, I have okay. done my study in Lahore and set up the, my office in Lahore as well. Let's just start with the basics. Uh, just tell me something about yourself uh, and like, you know, what do you do? And tell me a little bit about your SaaS-based startup, uh, which Social Boo. So let's just start there. So basically, Social Boo is a social media management and automation platform. So it lets you to schedule your content, manage um, incoming messages and comments uh, coming from different social platforms. And then you can also uh, set up different automations, uh, like you can automatically reply to incoming messages and comments. Plus you can uh, set up an automation that whenever a new blog or article published on your website, it should automatically share to your social media exit. So these are the couple of uh, examples of the advanced level automation that we are providing. Then we also recently added uh, AI content generator. Uh, like you just have to give topic to it and it will automatically generate post captions for you as well. I wanted to ask you this, of course, I'm sure other people also ask you this. How did you come up with this name, Social Boo? Yeah, uh, this is very interesting uh, story, by the way. So basically, uh, we, we, uh, we are basically uh, the four uh, founders, uh, co-founders of Social Boo. Usama is one of the main person and he came up with the, with the idea, uh, with the name basically. Actually, we are... Uh, very into anime if you know animes right so there was uh, yeah so there was an anime and and character was uh, named as Majin Buu so uh, that that character was very you know strong and very helping to other people so we decided to bring those values into into the social boo and we decided that we will build uh, a character uh, that will be in our app and it will help people to schedule their content uh, content and get things done for them. So that's why we, we bought the Boo, uh, Majin Boo basically, the Boo from there and then the social from social media. So we connect them and make it social Boo. So we do have plan okay. to launch, uh, bring that character in the near future. You said you said you're a four co-founders. So are you like four co-founders? That's all the team is or is there a bigger team? Yeah, so uh, recently uh, we have doubled our team and currently total we have 15 team members apart from us. Uh, all of Most of them are, half of our team are working uh, remotely and uh, half come here in the office. What year did you start? We officially launched in February 2019 okay. when we were in the fourth semester of our university. Okay, okay. So, okay. So you guys all know each other from university? Uh, yes, we all of, all of the co-founders are from the same batch, class fellows. Okay, so was there a reason uh, that you guys decided to do social media? Because uh, mm-hmm. there are quite a few competitors, right? The market is very saturated, I would say. 
Um, so like you have Hootsuite, uh, you have Buffer and like the major players, right? Was there a reason, was there something missing in the current players that you felt like, you know, you know, mm -hmm. if we could just add this, maybe make this better mm -hmm. or was there some other reason for starting this? Yeah, very good question. And I would love to tell you why we came up with the social book. Actually, uh, yeah. uh, we, we do. We were, uh, we were doing uh, freelancing 2005, from 2015, I think. So uh, since we were doing freelancing, we came, uh, we do have different clients. So uh, there, there wasn't any tool that cater uh, the needs of a of whole uh, social media manager. For example, uh, we used to manage social media uh, accounts of different clients as well. So we have to use one tool for just for analytics another for inbox management and another for just scheduling so that was the pain that we feel by ourselves right so we came up with the idea why not create come up with a tool that has uh, that deal with the most of the um, needs of a social media manager right so that's why we came up with the social boot so the idea and the main uh, crux part is, is uh, to make it an all-in-one solution uh, uh, where after which you don't have to do uh, and use any other tool after using the social book. So yeah. Okay, so so you basically took something, a service that was service that you were providing as a freelancer yeah. and then you turned that into a product. Yeah, that's correct. So initially when you started off, you probably already had some customers um, that were using the product right away. Not uh, initial customer but by default. We were actually the main users of our product, right? So uh, we feel, felt the need. So we already know where, how we are going to market it to the, which, uh, where the social media managers are uh, discussing these problems. Like uh, initials in, in the initial days, uh, we got around 20 customers just participating on different communities from Quora, Reddit, and then Facebook groups. So we know where they are, uh, they are, and how what pains are they are, uh, you know, facing. Yeah, we go straight to them and see that if uh, this is something they can be using, they will be using. Plus, how much they will are willing to pay us. So basically, uh, the social boo came up with the very little idea. Um, initially, we tested this idea by creating a small tool uh, just for Facebook group publishing. So that was the only thing uh, we were providing. Uh, then actually, after some success, there were some users who were started using the, that tool. And then we asked them how much they are going to pay. Will be they paying for it or not? So they were like, we got enough uh, good response from them. And then we decided let's go with it and bring other things as well in the social boot to make it a comprehensive solution. Initially, like, you know, when you start a SaaS business, of course, it's all about marketing. So are so you said you are four co-founders. So are you like, do you specialize in doing one thing uh, that other co-founders don't? Or are you all like technical? Like, how does that work? Uh, we have, everyone has a different domain, but we all into the mar into marketing as well. Especially in the initial days, that was very uh, good thing. In 2019, uh, we, we got incubation in planning as well. That was very helpful. And then we, during that spam, we spent a lot of time on the marketing. Every uh, founder was very, very into it, into the marketing. And also, Sama was very much uh, focused on the development part as well. So everyone knows the marketing and how things work in the particular field and what are the current needs of, of this. Then after uh, we got initial customers, uh, when we crossed 100, then we came up with uh, less need to focus on some 
you know, support part and then for the sales. So, you know, as as the company grows at the startup grow, there are different dimensions that come up and you have to focus on that part as well. Then SEO, then different paid ads as well. After some time, we have, uh, you know, everyone has a different domain. For me, uh, my main role now is about the sales and the growth. And we have other three out of four are mostly uh, looking into the marketing and sales overall. So this is how we are. Okay. Security, but they have the different fields as well. One is for specific for, for search engine optimization, and another one is for paid ads and social media, and overall digital marketing. Then the sales comes, etc. Is is there one channel that works for you really well um, that like you feel like this has been like a game changer for you? Yes, yes. Cora um, was one of our uh, main game changer platform. So I would love to tell you that uh, in 2020, there when the when the COVID hit uh, the whole world and there was you know very big dip in our revenue as well and the users because the businesses closed down. And we were very uh, much assisting the small businesses uh, with affordable prices. Yeah. And most of them were, were our small businesses as well. So revenue went, went down, everything went down. Then suddenly after one to two months, when we all went back to home and there wasn't, we weren't any prepared for the remote working, you know, especially in Pakistan, there wasn't as such concept. So uh, the team communication was also very effective. So suddenly after one and a half month and two months, we are we were getting, uh, you know, spikes in, in our revenue. So we were very curious about where they are coming from. We are not performing uh, much and we are not doing any that much level of marketing as well before. Then we figured out that the efforts we have put into the Quora, the question and answer we have spent a lot of time before, they are performing very well because people were very much searching into that part, right? In the, into looking for the, some solutions uh, for the social media management they can do by themselves, etc. So that was the time then we realized that, oh, wow, this is, uh, now we are all efforts, our efforts are getting paired. So again, social blue, social blue was into the game again, and we got a lot of customers from the Quora. So that Quora was one of okay. our best channels. You don't really know where people, will, how people will find you. It's just that it's we, we do the, the basic things, right? Like I'm also in content and all that social media. Mm -hmm. You do, do the basic things, you do the search engine optimization, but you never know how people will find you and like you know what will create like a constant funnel for people to come in and try your product let's talk about some of the numbers uh how do things look like right now like what does the growth look like uh do you are you still growing at a you know a decent uh pace that you want to keep going like how does how do that look like right now we are in 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 good track or to be honest like uh, like we have increased yeah. almost double our team uh, especially the development part as well to uh, make uh, to improve existing uh, structure and system plus bring some advanced level um, features as well uh, to make it social a bit more faster as well so uh, we have also very looking into uh, the different aspects of the marketing as well that we haven't touched yet so our growth is uh, pr uh, recently from the last two months is uh, getting better better day and day and uh, uh, especially uh, again i would say okay uh, in 2021, that was a very good year for us uh, in terms of especially the first six months of the 2021. And 2022, we have planned different uh, advanced level features, let's say 
some advanced level uh, analytics and then the media library that is going to be a big game for us uh, we are bringing it in next one to two weeks as well so those things will be help us to tackle another uh, segmentation that will be agency level solution make it social more, more agency level solution and acceptable on the very big level scale as well in in terms of like you know of course you generate revenue so that's how you sustain yourself but have you tried to raise money from investors uh, in pakistan or anywhere in general you can say that we are looking we are not very actively looking for the investment to be honest but we are we do consider the options if we get any uh, from the existing investors so uh, but our main idea was to since we are getting into the right direction and we have a boost from the zero to right yeah. from here uh, right where yeah. here right now there is no as such direct plan uh, or actively looking for so uh, investment if th- things comes out and if there is a good offer then definitely we will check that out so in SaaS businesses, uh, of course, the revenue, like, you know, there you have like, you know, free customers that join in and then, you know, you have to wait a little bit before they become paid customers. What does that look like for you? Like if let's just say 100 free people sign up, like how many of them actually become paid members? Okay, so we have very good uh, conversion rate, especially when it comes to trial, uh, like as compared to the existing market, uh, we have a good number of uh, con- trial conversion rate. Uh, and for the free to paid users, uh, that is still still a little better as compared to existing size uh, companies as performing because we are continuously compared with uh, with the different size uh, companies through a tool, let's say ProfitWell, and there is another tool as well. So that compares us with the other. So we are good at position uh, in that particular segment. What is the biggest challenge for you right now? One thing is that uh, we are, to be honest, this is the first time we are running a startup at this level. And since we are yeah. just still in the university, you can say. Actually, the thing is uh, the mindset that it takes, let's say, taking from 100K ARR to 1 million ARR. This is something that is a big thing. Uh, as compared to you know it's one of the big challenges as well because this is the first time we are facing this level at this stage where we are getting the customers and so uh, handling the tail and managing it uh, since we have doubled the team but still uh, you know the toughest thing is that to manage the smart people in the of the team as well and keep them uh, stick to it uh, to your culture your company uh, to take it to next level, that is, uh, I think, the biggest big thing uh, and challenge for every uh, startup has to face. Keeping the talent that you already have and like what you have built, like making sure it's sustainable yeah. and like you know keep building on that. So that's 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 a challenge. So I mean, running a SaaS business from Pakistan, it's like, are there any other external challenges that you face? Like for example, for payment processing for customer perception is there anything else you you face first uh, we faced a problem uh let's say getting an official api from facebook and then also receiving the payments in internationally because there wasn't as such solution to receive payments within pakistan and there wasn't any payment gateway and then uh, we have to register our company in usa as well and to you know for, to process the payments through subscribe and uh, and also the perception due to you have mentioned that that is still a thing when it comes to SaaS business there is no boundary right and you are you are interacting with the different people around the world and they know where are 
you are coming from, to be honest. So also in Pakistan, we faced this problem. Initially, people were not effect, uh, accepting us. We went to different uh, social media agencies with some references. We gave them a demo. This is a solution. This is much, much better than the existing solution as well. And we are also uh, from the same country and we will be providing the better support as well right away whenever you need one over the call as well. So there was still, they were hesitated to receive us, uh, to accept us. Then we decided to go, let's, let's, let's market ourselves abroad. Let's bring the customers that makes the trust and authenticity there and then come back to Pakistan to so that people can easily accept, his, accept us as well. So these are the things. And then especially the payment is still, uh, the payment processing is still a big challenge because uh, you, can, you can register a company uh, in USA and then you can get a payment uh, gateway to receive payments. But another challenge comes that is, uh, it is transferring the money from US to Pakistan. That is another big challenge. Okay. And then uh, how the taxes are going to be processed, how the banking process is as well. And then, you know, you can't take a, bring a lot of money without any source, etc. So these are the things that we faced uh, very uh, in, initially in Pakistan. And then uh, Usama is, did a very good job. He properly wrote a help article or put complete blog how a person can get uh, a payment gateway within while staying in Pakistan uh, so that he can, you know, further future entrepreneurs can get help from uh, getting registered in the tribe and getting the pay payment gateway. So no doubt payments still um, while uh, as a Pakistani entrepreneur, the payment gateway is one of the first thing that you that you have to receive uh, face. To be honest so that is no longer a challenge for you right like you have figured that out yes that yes we do have figured it out okay. but uh, again uh, i think uh, still uh, within pakistan because we have crossed that phase and it's um i think it still took us let's say two to three months to uh, figure out this problem and at this this is too much time to be honest for an entrepreneur to just stick to their, how he's again getting he's gonna get the money so in pakistan if this ship things should be resolved or should be there should be a proper guidance to for the future persons to how to fix this or how to you know make the processes smooth especially the government should uh, government okay. should work on it okay so so you of course you you um, i'm guessing here but you probably have a lot more customers outside of pakistan than you have inside pakistan yeah. so yeah more right. than 90 percent Okay. Okay. So when you let's let's talk about a little bit more about the payment. So when you talk about payments, like you figured it out. So what is like a typical way for like a SaaS business to register in Pakistan? Like you can just talk about the basic details. You don't have to go into a lot of details, mm -hmm. but what is like the basic process? Like, you know, you go and of course you register a company in the US, then you, you know, start a, mm -hmm. a Stripe uh, account and then that's okay. That's very easy. Uh, you know, anyone can do it. But the challenge usually is to get the money yeah. back to Pakistan. So how does that work? First, you have to get a payment gateway definitely. And then for that, you have to register in the USA. So to get a register in USA, uh, there is a state Delaware where you can register virtually. So while staying in Pakistan, you, you hire an agent and he registered a company on your behalf. And then he transferred the ownership of, of the company to your uh, to you as well. 
so it's it's totally legal it's, there is uh, because that's the state law and once uh, you get registered you have the us company you also have to pay tax there as well as even you are not okay. operating uh, there but there is still registration and i think annual tax uh, that we have to pay there as well once you are done with with it then you could, uh, get the stripe account as well so once you uh, receive the payments then you have to use another you have to transfer that money to another us bank and then use another service to transfer the money to pakistan so these are the two uh, three steps basically you are getting money from customer sending it to stripe start stripe to another us bank and then us bank to trans, uh, transfer wires to pakistan so these are the thing and then in pakistan you are definitely sending it to into the to the company account and then sending it uh, okay. delivering to your employees and etc you have to register in pakistan as well this this is the process okay so yeah it's it's a really long process uh, yeah i i understand so i have helped out few startups on this um, so that's i i understand the process so so you said there is an article that uh, osama wrote uh, yeah. that uh, is you know i you can just send that link to me and i can share that in the show notes i know we you you touched on plan 9 uh, initially yeah. uh, because you were incubated there so talk about that experience like is it I mean plan 9 back in the day was amazing uh, i think there were a lot of startups that came out of there but uh, over time because you know you don't really need uh, incubator anymore mm-hmm. uh, what do you think if someone wants to apply or someone wants to be part of it what do you think should they go through it was it worth it for you for us it was very great experience and it was very helpful for us uh, actually uh, planning to all of the problem a, pro- a person has to face because you get free space 24 hours free wifi free furniture you can have team there as well so actually initial days of 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 a startup is like you are not getting anything from the startup right uh, we we also put the money we also got stipend from the plan and as well that was around uh, 20000 per person and we were invest were were investing all back to startup uh, like adding uh, putting into like paying some taxes and then also for paid ads as well that was very helpful they also helped us to connect with the different uh, persons especially um, uh, usman but for from repair desk and then junaid malik from jin uh, biotech as well so these were the b- very uh, big persons when it comes to the sales and marketing person so they also mentored us as well so you can also use their network so i believe that it's still worth to join um, incubation center especially a plan 9 that is 100% uh, equity free model based incubation and and also one one last thing you, no one is going to take pick your finger and take you to let's say to take you from point 1 to point b you have to do you have to go through all the way and and you have if you are if you need something you have to tell them like we are we need to meet this person we need this kind of resources as well so the other person the entrepreneur should also be you know very much open and not shy to ask for help so that that is something that we realized in the last two months of the plan 9 and we 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 try to meet a lot of lot of the people who are already in the market already in the field and they you know take us from point a to point b instead of uh, within 2 months instead of 6 months you, because of their experience so it's a good uh, good uh, incubator in terms of like it helps you connect with mentors it gives you the space that you need yeah. and like you know you get a little bit of uh, you know help 
along the way as long as like you know you put in the hard work yeah so usually like you know incubators have the network of people that they keep you connected with like once you graduate so is that something that is part also of a plan nine uh yeah that's correct so actually uh they also they also uh held two investor meetups as well plus they also uh uh had one to two uh you know party you can say samosa party scene as well so where are uh, the different or uh, previous cycle founders came in and you have a chat with them and uh, see what they are doing and also get their experience to add in into your own startup so yeah that is something uh, i also really liked it and also again the network is one of the main your net worth so that's okay yeah there's yeah. something we got introduced by the plan name since we were very 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 you know you can say naive into the in this particular ecosystem so they helped us a lot so i know initially when we start talking so i want to end this by asking you like you know where do you where are you taking social boon next because you mentioned that you're working on the ai article writer uh, in the beginning so what is that all about like is that something that you will be focusing on going forward this year our most of our content management and scheduling part has been done in social boon so our next aim is to uh, focus on two things one is the content creation within social group and then uh, the strong and powerful reports and analytics right so these are the two main pillar that we are going with uh, in 2022 so uh, for as far as the content creation is concerned we have recently integrated uh, canva within social group so that you can create the designs and the images and the you know visuals okay. and then also as far uh, for captions and for content writing is concerned we have introduced a content generator it's already live in social boot so um, i just i just uh, for for the testing purpose i just gave him a title uh, topic that let's say write a write a letter to my future wife if it can be anything to be honest so he also wrote a proper letter uh, for her so so you have to give it a title or topic it automatically create the caption for that post and you can just uh, use the canva and you are good to go schedule the content within social group then the reporting part is something that we are very very much uh, interested in and hardly working on that as well that is awesome uh, well uh, best of luck with everything and uh, thank you for being on the misal podcast it was lovely talking to you same Thanks for listening to the Misal podcast. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and will thank me by writing a review or sharing it on social media. Make sure you follow and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Thanks again. See you soon.